Hey there, fellow travelers of the Junlin Wastes. Mark back here again for the Traveling the Junlin Waste podcast, the TJW podcast for the week of February 7th, 2023. And I want to welcome everybody here for this celebratory podcast episode. Why might you might ask that it's a celebratory podcast episode? Because this week, February 7th, marks Star Wars Podcast Day. Yes, there actually is a day dedicated to Star Wars podcasting out there. All to the thanks of a good friend of the podcast, Daniel Contreras. He came up with this idea of celebrating Star Wars podcasting by pulling together all the different Star Wars podcasts that he can that he can get in contact with and having all these podcasts be able to celebrate together and put out a podcast during this week of uh, Star Wars Podcast Day. Specifically, February 7th is officially Star Wars Podcast Day. And I know that this is, you know, February 6th that this podcast is coming out, but I just am not able to put one out uh, during the rest of the week. And I really didn't want to didn't want to hold off uh, posting a show uh, for Star Wars Podcast Day. So uh, I hope my little early February 6th celebration uh, constitutes a celebration for February 7th Star Wars Podcast Day. Now, some maybe may be thinking, what is it about February 7th that uh, it, it's been now known or it's now being called Star Wars Podcast Day? Um, this is actually, this year, it's the 24th anniversary of Jedi Talk, which was the very first Star Wars-related podcast, and it premiered back on February 7th, 1999 in those really early days of podcasting. Uh, you know, we were just on the cusp of, of, of getting, you know, this whole internet was about to explode with, with iPods and podcasting and people, you know, getting a chance to, in a sense, play radio, you know, myself included. I uh, just, you know, I had always wanted to be a, on the radio. Uh, I was on, on my college uh, radio station when I was back in college. Uh, I always thought that I would have a career or try to find a career within radio. Uh, it didn't work out that way, but I have to tell you that uh, it, it really made me happy when this whole idea of podcasting came out and gave everybody the ability to, to in a sense, have their own radio show or come out with their own ideas or be able to talk about things that they like and things they enjoyed. And you didn't have to sit back and say, gosh, I wish I could get a job on a radio station so I could be able to do talk radio or conversation with other 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 people who have the same interests as myself. So uh, it's, it really is a wonderful uh, celebration to, to have here. Um, so many Star Wars, God, I mean, just hundreds of Star Wars podcasts are out there. Uh, we know all the big ones, but I have to say, as much as we love all those big, the big famous shows out there who are doing such a wonderful job in Star Wars podcasting, uh, I really do enjoy the more independent type shows that, uh, you know, that, that we like to put on here and as well as others enjoy doing as well too. It, to me, it's not so much the fact that you have the biggest stars on your podcast or you have like, you know, the most listeners out there. Um, I'm grateful for the listeners that we have. I'm grateful for the people who follow the, uh, the Traveling Gentleman Waste podcast uh, Facebook page. And uh, that's what it's about. Uh, a whole lot of fun. We've had a great time over our, uh, gosh, 12 years of doing the podcast. We have uh, interviewed some great Star Wars authors and artists. We have walked convention floors such as Rhode Island Comic Con and Super Mega Fest in Framingham, Massachusetts. Uh, Dan and I have done, you know, uh, commentaries for so many of the Star Wars movies out there. We've had 
hours and hours of conversation of, of, of the expanded universe and why we enjoy this, the expanded universe and, and reading Star Wars books and, and diving into the video games and, and getting into the, into the, you know, the lore of Star Wars. Uh, that's what, that's why we originally started this podcast. We were just, we wanted to be able to do something a little bit different while we certainly love talking about the, you know, the movies. And now we obviously, we, we talk about the shows on Disney plus it is, uh, you know, we, we always tend to like to, Dan and I always tend to like to go back when we're, we're chatting with each other to, you know, to talk about a book that we picked up, that we've read, that uh, we've enjoyed. And that's where this uh, whole idea of having the Traveling the Gentleman Ways podcast came out of. We just love reading. We love the Star Wars stories and, uh, and all the different media that you can, you know, show us Star Wars stories, whether it's in a video game, whether it's in, you know, a book, a novel, an in-universe, an out-of-universe story. Uh, gosh, even the artists, they, they have, in a sense, their own expanded universe when they're putting together a beautiful image that allows us to be able to, you know, imagine what could be going on in this scene that this artist has, has, has created. So, so many wonderful things about, uh, you know, the, the, about podcasting and exchanging ideas and, and being able to get together with other Star Wars fans uh, like myself and Dan and all the others who are out there listening to uh, podcasts on Star Wars Podcast Day. Uh, it's, it's a really nice thing that, that's being done. And, and kudos to you, Daniel, for, for, for putting up, Daniel Contreras, for putting this all together. It's, uh, it's, it's a great initiative. We love being able to participate on Star Wars Podcast day and we look forward to doing it many more times uh so i wanted to put together you know in addition to to like you know giving a good mention to star wars podcast day i was thinking what do i want to talk about here on star wars podcast day because uh you know the latest episode of bad batch hasn't come out i already said what i thought about uh, the previous episode uh, in case you haven't heard my previous episode, I absolutely loved the last uh, episode of the Bad Batch called Tribe. Be sure to check out our my my uh, pre the previous podcast to, to this one uh, if you want to have more information about that episode. But uh, the thing I was thinking about here was that maybe I'll put together here. I was trying to figure out how many years has the Traveling the Jell and Waste podcast been out. Uh, we certainly do not have as many episodes as other podcasts out there, uh, but on and off for over 12 years, we've been working uh, on this podcast. Uh, myself and Dan and some others, uh, you know, like I said, we were so appreciative of those who, who, who wanted to come to, to, to our live events at, at the local libraries and at comic book stores and, and chatting with us on convention floors. Um, it really is something that we enjoy so much to do. And it's sort of uh, amazing to think that, uh, yeah, we've had some years where we've had some more podcasts as opposed to, to others. And, and there was that, that unusual uh, time period where, <laughs> where we didn't have uh, Dan on the podcast. But uh, it's all good from here. It's all good from here. And I'm looking forward to uh, the time when we can get Dan back on the podcast to be able to uh, chat more about Star Wars. But I was thinking... 12 years of podcasting. I'm going to give you guys my tw my Star Wars my 12 my, Okay, let me say that again. I want to give you guys my Star Wars wish list. 12 items to represent each one of the years that the TJW podcast has been on the air. I want to be able to uh, give this wish list out uh, because, hey, how often do you get to do something like this? And uh, I thought it'd be fun to put this together. So and in addition to what, in addition to all that, you know, my, my birthday's coming up in May and, and there's some things I want. So 
<laughs> if you want to reward the uh, TJW podcast in some way, uh, just listen to this podcast and uh, see what you can do. Just kidding. However, these are there are some some items in here that I definitely do want, and I just wanted to, to, to list them out here. So my first thing on my Star Wars wish list, Duel of the Fates promotional CD with the audio clips. If you haven't seen this, uh, if you go on eBay, just look it up as Duel of the Fates promotional CD. You'll see that comes up a, a CD that was put out prior to The Phantom Menace coming out when they were trying to promote uh, the movie back in uh, 1999. The reason why I like this so much, and yes, if you really wanted to, you can hear it on YouTube. You can go to YouTube, it, it's there. But for me, being uh, you know a, a little bit of a vintagey type of a guy, I tend to like to. I still like to have CDs. I still like to have vinyl records. I like having that tangible item in my hand. So uh, the Duel of the Fates promotional CD is great because. Uh, on it, you get the CD, which is really, you know, that's cool. Okay, it's only it's only the uh, the Duel of Fates, uh, you know, part of the soundtrack on there, but still, it's it it, it is really cool looking, <laughs> I have to say. Uh, you can also find as well too. There are two versions of this. There is the CD that just has the uh, the, uh, the the symphonic uh, track on it. And there is a CD that has that track along with some of the audio clips from the movies in, from the movie interspersed in it, which is what I've been trying to find. Um, there's a lot of uh, promotional CDs out there that do not have the audio clips, but I'm trying to find the one with the audio clips on it. Uh, the picture sleeve that, that comes with the disc is great. The front cover shows Qui-Gon battling Darth Maul on Tatooine in that first duel that they met. Um, and if you open it up, on the, on the back of the sleeve, you see a picture of Darth Maul with his macro binoculars looking out onto the Tatooine wastelands. Uh, the CD itself is also looks, looks great. You see, you see uh, Darth Maul's uh, ship up against a darkened Tatooine sky as he is looking for, uh, you know, he's, he's searching out uh, the, uh, the queen on Tatooine. Um, so there, that's that's the first thing I have on my on my wish list. Duel of Fates promotional CD with the audio clips. That's a good thing to get. Um, you know, I'm such an audiophile in a sense. I I, you know, I do podcasting. I love listening to podcasts. I love music. Uh, I want the second thing on my on my wish list is uh, the Last Jedi vinyl soundtrack. Um, I've been re-listening to actually the uh, the Last Jedi soundtrack in my car because I have the CD in my car. And I have to say, I haven't listened to it as much as I've listened to The Force Awakens and The Rise of Skywalker soundtrack. But this one, I'm telling you, it is, regardless of what you think about the movie, <laughs> whether you liked it or you hated it, uh, the music that John Williams put together for that movie is so beautiful. I'm going back and back and forth listening to, to certain themes that I'm enjoying. I just love the, the, the music that is done while they are on Achto. And uh, as anybody knows, you know, I, I do enjoy the, that part of The Last Jedi of seeing uh, of Rey and Luke on that uh, on that planet of Octo doing their semi-Jedi night training. Uh, but I did want to get the soundtrack on vinyl because I do have The Force Awakens and The Rise of Skywalker soundtracks on vinyl. And I still like putting it on my, uh, my turntable. It's, uh, it's just one of those things. Uh, I, I think there's something different about listening to your music on vinyl 
that uh, changes the the experience from listening to it on CD. Regardless of that, um, in addition to, 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 to trying to find this uh, soundtrack and put it on my wish list, uh, more specifically, I'm looking for that limited edition of uh, limited edition vinyl that came out at the same time, which shows this great art of Ray and Luke on octo. Um, no, same soundtrack, same same two 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 records that come with it, but uh, the art on the front is different. It doesn't have that 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 you know classic Star Wars you know against the uh, the the starscape the, the starscape. <laughs> uh, so that's the second thing I have on my list: uh, the Last Jedi vinyl soundtrack. Third thing on my wish list: I would like a second season of Kenobi. That is right. Um, for those who may have listened to the previous to the previous episodes uh, over the last couple times, um, like I've said before, I have nothing against Andor, <laughs> but I would much rather see a second season of Kenobi as opposed to a second season of Andor. I'm going to watch both of them if they did come out, but I'm just saying that I rewatched uh, the first season of Kenobi and absolutely loved it. Oh my gosh, I, I loved it better the second time than the first time. Uh, it's it, it, to me. There is such richness in watching Kenobi and and seeing the, that that chapter of of Anakin, Vader, and Kenobi all coming together again for for another chapter in this in this saga of of that that you know that continues the story from Episode Three. Uh, I love seeing uh, a young Princess Leia and seeing how you know being able to see. Uh, you know, Alderaan at a time when when it was still in its, you know, just out of its heyday, and it's it's still this beautiful planet that you're supposed to be on. Uh, great to see Jimmy Smith playing again, uh, Leia's dad, stepfather. Uh, I just love it so. I just love that series so much. Uh, it, like I said, it took a second time for me watching it to really start thinking about those ideas within Kenobi. And like I said, I, I think I said this before in a previous episode that I do want to be able to go through this make this series of Kenobi again with a fine-tooth comb and be able to do like a commentary maybe on each of the episodes uh, for for that uh, for that series. And on top of that, I know that Vivian Lara Blair is uh, starting to go around and doing uh, autograph signings at uh, Fan Expo uh, conventions. I know she's going to be at Star Wars Celebration. And I'm thinking that I'm going to try, I, I might, I, that might be the next Kenobi, the, the, the next Kenobi uh, signature autograph that I might go after. Um... I would like to get Ewan, who wouldn't want to get a Ewan autograph, but uh, it is getting, <laughs> it's getting pretty, pretty, pretty pricey to get his, uh, to get his uh, autograph. But who knows? We'll see. Uh, yeah, so third thing on my list, second season of Kenobi. Fourth thing on my list, the great Dave Dorman. If you haven't had an opportunity, by the way, to, uh, to, to, to be part of Dave Dorman's, during the week he has these uh, special uh, painting sessions. Where he just turns the camera on and you get to watch Dave Dorman do his artistic magic on, on a piece of canvas, which is just absolutely beautiful. He is like, God, he's got to be one of my top five favorite Star Wars artists out there. He just manages to make such incredibly beautiful art. His comic covers are classic. They are things that we, he's done so many different uh, comic covers for different franchises. Uh, the ones that I know obviously are Star Wars and Indiana Jones, and they just look amazing. 
Uh, I had the great opportunity to meet him at Rhode Island Comic Con a bunch of years ago. I'm hoping he comes around again to uh, to the New England area because I would love to exchange pleasantries with him and to be able to, to 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 chat with him a little bit more. Gosh, maybe that will get him on the podcast. That would be fun if we can get Dave Dorman on the podcast. But the thing on my wish list here, he did a year or so ago when he started doing these uh, live painting sessions, he did this great commission of Kylo Ren, Rey, and Snoke from The Last Jedi uh, in this beautiful image of them. You see you see Ray and Kylo in their battle stance with their with their lightsabers and you see the ominous image of Snoke floating over them. Uh, such an incredibly beautiful image. Uh, I've asked them a couple times, uh, are you going to turn that into a print? I mean, that should be a good print. Maybe that should be a print. Uh, maybe it will. Uh, he says anything's possible. So, um, you know, maybe if we have enough people saying we want to see that print, he will, uh, he'll, he'll, he'll go to the printers and be able to, uh, to have this out for purchase. So there you go. Number four, the Kylo Ray Snoke print from Dave Dorman. Number five, uh, from the Marvel Legends, Marvel Legends, uh, you know, collection. God, their omnibus volumes these days are looking so great. Big, huge volumes in these, in, in, you know, really done well. You know, the, 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 the imagery is high resolution. The books are put together great. Uh, the one I'm looking forward to coming out in September, I think I mentioned this in a previous podcast as well too, is the New Republic Omnibus Volume 2. This is going to contain the comic adaptation of the Zonthron trilogy as well as the Dark Empire trilogy. And I think this is the first time that both of those trilogies have been put together into one volume. So that is really nice to see that coming together. There will be a bunch of other other um, New Republic stories uh, that Dark Horse had come out with that are going to be part of this volume as well too. So uh, I just saw it going for 135 on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, and it is up for pre-order. So um, if you're looking forward to getting it, that's a, that, that's probably as good of a price as you're going to get. I know some other places I was seeing they had them at like uh, 95 dollars, maybe 100 bucks, but um, it's one of those things that you I think you're going to want to put in a uh, uh, you know a, a pre-order in just to make sure that you get. Uh, that volume that like I said it look it looks great I have the Knights of the Old Republic uh, omnibus it's so beautiful <laughs> it is just a beautiful book put together and uh, for expanded universe guy like myself that really is something special and uh, you know hey September will be here before you know it uh, number six on my list here Knights of the Old Republic gosh loved that video game when it came out in 2003 for the original xbox i am waiting to see when they're going to finally get this thing out for the next gen systems like the ps5 uh i've been I, we saw i think a year or so ago the uh the very short clip of revan as they were promoting this as like the next big star wars game uh, I have a feeling it's been put on the shelf. <laughs> Although, at the same time, I do have pre-orders in for their Black Series 6-inch figures for Bastila Sean and uh, Darth Malak. Uh, I do have a Revan. I'm going to get one more. I have the light side Revan. I still got to get the dark side Revan from the 6-inch uh, figure. But... Uh, the fact that they're putting out these uh, Knights of the Old Republic figures is making me think that that they're re that that it is on the horizon that we are going to get another Kotor game. Uh, it might be a remake of the original one, but in a next gen format. So if that were the case, that would be something incredible to see. So hoping that that will happen. Number seven on my wish list. 
Can we please finally make Mara Jade a canon character? She has her six inch figure coming out in April. And part of me is thinking, why are they doing that unless they have something coming up that's going to put her into the canon category as opposed to a Legends category? It was done with Thrawn. I had asked actually Timothy Zahn when I saw him at Rhode Island Comic Con, do you think that Mara Jade is ever going to get into, uh, is ever going to become a canon character? He said, that would be great, uh, but he hasn't heard anything from, from, from Lucasfilm or anything from them about uh, the possibility of that character uh, coming into canon. Um, I think it's one of my favorite. She is one of my favorite expanding universe characters out there. Uh, I think that her story certainly can be continued. Um, yes, she did meet her fate in that uh, Legacy of the Force series that came out in uh, you know the mid 2000s. But uh, the same way they brought back uh, Thrawn to life uh, on, on, on Rebels and were able to uh, bring his character back and, and, and put him into canon, um, it shouldn't be that hard for them to do. I would love to see Mara J. That's on my wish list, number seven. Uh, number eight. Gosh, I really wish I had pulled the trigger on this, and I didn't. Uh, artist, Star Wars artist Kayla Croft, her Star Wars celebration art called The Sun and Moon, this great 11 by 17 print that came out of Ray. Uh, it almost looks like a tarot card, has a very fantasy feel to it. On top you have Ray with her yellow lightsaber as as Jedi Ray, and then if you turn it around the other way, on the bottom you have Dark Side Ray with her red double-bladed lightsaber uh, as we saw in The Rise of Skywalker. It is such a beautiful print. Gosh, I would love to be able to add that to my collection. Um, I have not been able to find it on any of the uh, Ebays or auction sites or even any of the Star Wars groups. So if anybody has a lead about this great print, uh, I would love to be able to uh, get my hands on it. So, uh, hey, keep an eye out for your friend Mark here on the TJW Podcast. <laughs> All right, that was number eight. Number nine. I would love to see, on the, this is number nine on my wish list, I would love to see some more Star Wars radio dramas. Every year, I always go back to those original trilogy dramas that were done by NPR back in the early 1980s. Gosh, it is so much fun. Like I said, I'm an audio guy. I love radio. I love podcasts, music. For me, audio is the way to go. I would love to be able to see or I should hear some new radio dramas. They have been making an attempt with that, with the uh, with with the uh, Dooku uh, uh, Jedi Lost Dooku Jedi Lost uh, radio drama that came out a couple years ago. Uh, I think they also did it with a Doctor Afra uh, story as well too. Um, but I would love to see, like I said, even if it were the prequels being made into a radio drama, wouldn't that be amazing to see? Or the sequels being made into a radio drama? The reason I love the radio dramas so much, especially, like I said, these original trilogy ones, which were done in the 1980s, is that it opened up the certain ideas that were not mentioned in the actual movie. They were able to explore areas that you couldn't put into a two-hour movie, but you could put into a very extended radio drama. So uh, maybe maybe that's something that needs to come back. I have even played with the idea of writing my own Star Wars radio drama. So, uh, hey, if it doesn't come to, to fruition anytime soon, I might be the one who will have to do it. So uh, <laughs> that's number nine on my list. Number 10 on the list here, our good friend Rob Taylor from Hero Fight Art. He has put out, gosh, he keeps putting out great stuff at all times. If you check out his, you know, this is, today is February 6th. He put out these uh, great 
uh, micro metal pieces, as well as uh, Prince continuing his uh, uh, his Valentine's tradition of having the I know print in different colors and in different, in, in, you know, matching up different colors in different ways. He has this great one in celebration of the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi. Uh, it's called Someone Who Loves You, and it shows the that minimalist image of Leia as, as after she just took off the uh, the bounty hunter mask of Boosh and of Han as he just came out of that uh, carbonite slab, uh, and they made it into this really great image. Uh, I think I'm going to definitely have to pick that up, <laughs> at least the micro metal image, because I do have the two micro metal images of his previous ones that he did for the I Know one, and the one that was done for as well to uh, episode two with Anakin and Padme. But as I was going to say, regardless of that, although you should check it out and, and, and purchase one, uh, he did great prints of, of Darth Revan and Darth Malak in the past. In fact, I I, I got the Darth Revan one. Uh, the, the big 16 by 20 metal print, which I really enjoy having on my wall. I always look at that thing and I'm just like, gosh, it looks great in metal. <laughs> it's one, one of my favorite pieces I have in my Star Wars collection. But I, I, I really think, especially if they're thinking about putting that KOTOR uh, video game into production or, if, or, or getting it going, uh, I would love to see a Herofied version of Bastila Sean. I think it would look great with Revit and Malik in the Herofied collection. So Rob, there you go. I, I've said it again. I know I've said it before in the past, but uh, it would be fantastic to see Bass LaShawn uh, Hero 5. So just putting it out there. That's uh, number 10 on my wish list. Number 11 on here. I would, gosh, this is such a wish list, wish list thing. I, I, I can't even begin to say. But it would be great if I could have a photo op with Daisy Ridley <laughs> at a celebration or some fan convention. Uh, everybody knows how much I enjoy the story of Ray Skywalker, and uh, it's great to have. I was able, I was fortunate enough to get an autograph from Daisy Ridley uh, a year or two ago. Uh, but I would really, really like to be able to have just the opportunity to exchange pleasantries, shake her hand, be able to let her know how much I enjoyed her portrayal of Ray in the sequels. And uh, hey, how could you not want to have a, uh, a photo op with one of the you know, big stars of the Star Wars universe. So uh, that's number 11 on my wish list. Number 12. Well, if I were to ask for number 12, a really big one, I would love another 12 years of the TJW podcast, wouldn't you? Uh, this is this has been a, a hobby of mine, but it's been it's, it's a little bit more than just a hobby. Uh, it's something I really like doing. I love turning on the microphones and having Star Wars conversation and hearing you guys. It's great to get to, get to get emails and messages from you guys every now and then, letting me know what you like about the podcast, what you what you disagree with me about. Um, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun and, uh, I hope I can do it for, for, for many more years to come. Uh, hopefully, like I said, I hope, uh, my, uh, my podcast buddy, Dan Gill will be able to, uh, you know, make a comeback on, on the podcast. Cause it'll be, it would be a lot of fun to get him back on. We still have, as soon as we can get him going, I, we, we, we love to do the, uh, our commentaries on the sequels. So uh, maybe that'll be the temptation that will bring him over here back onto the podcast to be able to, uh, to, to spend some time going over those movies. But uh, that is all for now. I hope everybody is having a fantastic day. Thank you for joining me here on my special Star Wars Podcast Day edition of the TJW Podcast. And I look forward to talking to you again. Have a good one, all.